Welcome to Lessons from the Helpful Dead, where you'll learn the world is not what it seems and you are much more than you think you are. Here you'll learn about positive and reassuring messages from supposedly dead people whose main purpose is to help us. Find out what happens after we die, why we're here, how we got here, where we're going, and discover that you are really a powerful, eternal spirit. I'm Dan McEnany. We've been discussing the living sources that give evidence for the idea that the world is not what it seems. And in the last session, we talked about your own intellect, your own reasoning mind. Today, we'll talk about scientists. For years, scientists started out with the premise that anything not perceivable by the five senses is inadmissible evidence when you're trying to figure out the way things really are. That, of course, meant you'd never find evidence there's anything beyond the world of five senses. In recent times, however, the most sophisticated instruments of the physicists and the most complex theories of the mathematicians all seem to indicate that things just aren't what they seem to be. Apparently, when you get right down to the heart of the smallest units that make up matter, some of these scientists are finding that there's nothing there. It's mostly space, they say, and a good deal of energy, but there isn't enough matter to matter. So a table, a chair, or a human body, they are telling us, which seem to be solid enough when perceived by our five senses, really aren't what they seem to be when you take a closer look. Indeed, what they are really telling us is, there's nothing there. In the 1970s, there were two books written that tried to explain some, some of this in the terms that the layman could understand. They were the Tao of Physics by Fritjof Capra and the Dancing Wu Lee Masters by Gary Zukav. That's Z-U-K-A-V. The theme of both of these books is that physicists have come to a view of the world which tells us <clears throat> that it is not at all what it seems to be according to our five senses, and that what they are finding out now demands a larger view of reality. In addition to those two books, Michael Talbot's Mysticism and the New Physics covers the same ground. So does Space, Time, and Beyond by Bob Tobin and Fred Allen Wolf, which uses cartoons and an excellent sense of humor. In these books, you'll read about the ideas of highly respected quantum physicists, such as Albert Einstein, Niels Bohr, Max Planck, Werner Heisenberg, Erwin Schrodinger, Max Born, and other world-renowned luminaries in the field of physics. And these are the people the rest of us consider geniuses, the smartest of all. Their ideas deserve a close look. Going back 100 years to the turn of the 20th century, their principal quest has been to find out what matter is composed of and just what makes up the reality that we experience. Now, applying their traditional scientific methods, they came to some rather astonishing conclusions. The process actually started at the beginning of the 1800s when a man named Thomas Young conducted an experiment with light going through two slits. From that simple experiment to the very complex processes which go on in modern particle accelerators, step by step, 
some very smart people have come to the following 40 conclusions. This isn't to say that every physicist agrees with them, but in every case, at least one respected scientist has theorized the following statements, and in many cases, many of them completely agree on their validity. If you want to read just one book that reviews most of these ideas in a way that you can understand them, try the dancing Wu Li masters. Don't be concerned if they don't seem to make sense or if you don't understand them. For now, let's just accept them as the conclusions of a group of our smartest minds. We'll discuss them here because many of them make statements about reality that are cons <clears throat> consistent with what the helpful dead tell us. In future sessions, we'll be referring back to some of these theories, so it will be helpful for you to uh, perhaps mark this uh, episode here so that you can easily get back to it. In order to keep this session from being too long, I will uh, go over now just the first 14 of what I call the Fantastic 40 Proven or Theorized Conclusions. Here they are. Number one, when you investigate how things happen in the world of the smallest elements of matter, the things that happen contradict common sense. Number two, it is not possible to observe reality without changing it. Very interesting. Not possible to observe reality without changing it. Number three, subatomic particles are really tendencies to exist or tendencies to happen, rather than actually being a thing. Number four, there is not necessarily an objective reality out there apart from our experience of it. Okay? Not necessarily an objective reality out there apart from our experience of it. Number five, subatomic particles seem to know instantaneously what decisions are made elsewhere, even as far away as another galaxy, and they instantly act on the information. Logically, this means we must admit that they may be living since they possess the ability to evaluate information and act on it. Number six, the behavior of photons, that's elements of light, when they go through either one slit or two slits, indicates that they must somehow be conscious. Number seven, without perception, the universe continues to generate an endless profusion of proba probability patterns. That's an important concept, probabilities, and we'll be mention mentioning it in the future quite often. Without perception, the universe continues <clears throat> to generate an endless profusion of possibility patterns. With our perception, we actualize one of them. Number eight, it's a long one, the wave function, which represents all the possibilities that can happen to any observed system, that's anything, <clears throat> when it interacts with an observing system, that's you or me watching it, is not just a mathematical fiction, but a real thing. And all of the possibilities it represents are real. And they all happen. They all actualize in different worlds that coexist with ours. At the moment the wave function 
collapses, that is, when we actualize one probability in the wave function, the universe splits into two worlds. There then exist two distinct editions of the observer and the observed system, each edition unaware of the other. So what they're saying there is, there are a lot of probable worlds that we're simply not aware of. Let's go to number nine. Since wave function is a complete description of physical reality, and it describes something both idea-like and matter-like, that's idea-like, idea-like and matter-like, then physical reality must be both idea-like and matter-like. Therefore, the world cannot be as it appears. Number 10. While experience tells us that the physical world is solid, real, and independent of us, quantum mechanics tells us that this simply is not so. Number 11. There may well be no valid distinction between what is in here, in our minds, and out there, the world outside of us. Number 12. What we experience is not external reality, but our interaction with it. The world consists not of things, but of interactions. That's number 12, and you want to remember that because later on we'll compare it to some of the ideas from the helpful dead. Specifically, we'll be talking about the concept that the reality we perceive is really an idea we have constructed about reality. Let's go to number 13. The only way to explain both the wave-like and particle-like characteristics of light is to assume that they are not properties of light, but properties of our interaction with light. Number 14. Without us, light does not exist. Without us, the entire world that we interact with does not exist. We are the creators of the universe. In other words, we are the creators of the ideas we have constructed about reality. Again, that's what the helpful dead have told us. Now we'll stop here, and in the next session we will continue with uh, some of the other Fantastic 40 uh, theories and conclusions. Remember, these are conclusions that some of, some of our smartest minds have come to. All right, once again, I'm Dan McEnany bringing you lessons from the helpful dead.